16 minutes it is before 9pm. We're under the microscope here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, this evening, uh, we shine a spotlight on uh, the uh, release by the uh, National Working Committee of the African National Congress of uh, the report of the National Working Committee's meeting, uh, which we understand was held uh, uh, that met or sat on the 3rd of May uh, 2021. And, uh, of course, I guess the interest... Uh, aside from uh, the commentary on COVID-19, local government elections, by-elections, uh, you know, uh, tripartite alliance support for the local government elections of 2021, um, commission of inquiry into state capture, the Youth League, violence in branches in Pumalanga. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot in this particular statement. But I guess one of the big issues that have certainly drawn a lot of attention uh, a scrutiny and observation is uh, the implementation of resolutions and guidelines uh, set by the organizations NEC on stepping aside, giving effect uh, to the resolution that came through at the 54th National Conference of the ANC in 2017. And joining me to make sense of this uh, is uh, somebody who uh, certainly is rather au fait with these matters, uh, but also is able to read between the lines and uh, really, I guess, uh, stir up the hornet's nest uh, from time to time when it comes to many politicians. It's my colleague, SABC's political reporter, Samgele Masego. Samgele, good evening to you, Bafo, and uh, welcome. A very good evening to you, Bonga, and to the listeners of Metro FM. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, my brother. And uh, let's maybe, I guess, before we get into the statement from the National Working Committee, take a few steps back to maybe a few days uh, before the NWC of the ANC met. Uh, and talk about the different interpretations there were of uh, that, uh, I guess, uh, part um, in the resolutions of from 2017's 54th National Conference around stepping aside. It seemed uh, the interpretations were many and uh, there were many legal uh, opinions that had come through. And uh, I guess a lot of people felt that the ANC was kicking for touch 30 days. Go and see Tabombeki, go and see this one and that one. Uh, what do you make of what has come out of the NWC, I guess, coming from that context? It essentially means that the NWC of the ANC is taking from where the NEC took off. They had given those who wanted 30 days to consult former leaders of the ANC, in particular the SG, Ace Mahashule, to speak to Matthew Sposa, the former TG, speak to the former president, Jacob Zuma who are of the view that he should not step aside as the ANC step aside resolution is not in line with the Supreme Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. And also you have had Kawumbegi and Khalama Mutlante, the former president and former deputy president of the ANC, who mm. are saying that Ace Mahashule must indeed step aside and respect the decisions of the National Working Committee of the ANC as the party tries to restore the little dignity that it still has left of fighting corruption and stemming the root cause of wrongdoing that has taken place in the governing party since the Watershed 2007 Polo Conference, one mm. may even say wrong things started prior to that conference, particularly if you take it back to the 2005 National General Council at the University of Pretoria, where for former, former Deputy President Jacob Zuma, who had stepped aside, mm was brought back by the branches of the ANC. So essentially, you've had uh, two organizations operating in one, particularly after the Nazareth Conference of the African National Congress. So it tells you that Sol Ramaphosa is, at, is firmly in the driver's seat and uh, firmly uh, driving this uh, bus of the African National Congress to whatever mm. direction he wants uh, to take it to. So he's the captain of uh, the ship and it's uh, essentially sailing in his direction and his detectors are essentially being chucked out of the ship. Mm, mm, mm. Now, now, Samgele, I mean, 
I guess there's a lot happening here. Um, and I'm quite interested, um, you know, yes, it's quite clear the issues of the charging. And of course, we know which uh, law enforcement authorities are, you know, are charged with charging people, if I can say that. Um, but also, I guess there's another institution here whose reports uh, also, I guess, come into play. And that's the Integrity Commission of the ANC. What status, role and function do some of those reports that come out of the Integrity Commission play in instances where the Integrity Commission has arrived at a certain view, but the prosecuting authorities haven't effectively charged that uh, particular person or comrade? That issue of the Integrity Commission then brings into the fore what Paul Mashatile the Tichi is working around the clock around on the issue of appeals of the decisions made by the Integrity Commission. For instance, mm-hmm. if we look into David Masondo, there was a report and a finalization by the Integrity Commission that he should step aside as the Minister of uh, Finance, uh, Deputy Minister of Finance. He should uh, resign in that particular position. He should uh, step aside as an ANC, uh, ANC member, particularly after that report of uh, that affair he had with that particular woman and the allegations of uh, abortions that were there. And he had said that he wants to appeal this particular verdict. So the TG, Paul Mashadile, is working on appeal guidelines, which will then be presented to the NEC over the past, over the next, over over this weekend, and will then be finalized for those who want to appeal the issues of the reports of the Integrity Commission, individuals who are not yet charged. But people who are charged, like Ace Makashule, like Bohani Pongo, like Denim Sizayan Limpopo, like Michael Mabuyakulu in KwaZulu Natal, who's already stepped aside, by the way, uh, this afternoon, where he wrote that particular letter of uh, stepping aside to the provincial secretary of the ANC in KwaZulu Natal, to Msedentuli, and subsequently to the SGO office. Those who are charged. In the Gomba in the Eastern Cape, your home province, the former province of the legends, mm. uh, she has to step aside as well because those individuals are charged. But people who are not yet charged and who have brought the ANC into disrepute have the, uh, the option of appealing the Integrity Commission recommendations that they must step aside. There's also the issue of the Deputy President Didi Mabuza who the Integrity Commission says they had never cleared the DP to go into Parliament as he went to the Integrity Commission. That report has not yet been finalized. You remember that Lindy Wesisulu, ANC, NEC member, had asked about the findings against the Deputy President. There's also findings against the National Chairperson, Kwede Mantashe, whom have also got to be made uh, public by the Integrity Commission on what they recommended against him. And all of those 22 people who were on the Integrity Commission's uh, interview list when they were uh, about to be nominated and to go to the National Assembly for the sixth parliament. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a very interesting set of developments over the next while, uh, Samgele, as uh, all of these particular processes unfold. But I want us um, to take a brief break now and to take a uh, spot break. And when we come back, uh, let's talk about some of the people who are affected by this particular resolution uh, in light of uh, the insistence by many either to dig their heels in or to appeal some of their suspensions, as we saw in the case of uh, Supra Mahumapilo. We'll take a brief break and continue after this. Eight minutes it is before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope this evening, and I'm in conversation uh, with uh, our colleague, uh, SABC senior political reporter, uh, Samgela Masego, and uh, we're talking about the statement from the National Working Committee of the African National Congress that met uh, Monday, the 3rd of May, 2021, which was yesterday. And uh, in particular, of course, uh, the uh, discussions and report around the implementation of resolutions and guidelines on stepping aside. Now, Samgela, the big question many people might be asking from all of the lists that came through from different provincial secretaries, 
who are some of the people who are touched by this particular, uh, I guess, implementation and uh, will be expected to summarily step aside? Essentially, the list uh, compromises of Bongani Pongo at a national level, ANC, NEC member. You've got Michael Mabuyakulu in KwaZulu-Natal, the deputy chairperson of the province, which is the second highest uh, position in the ANC within that particular province. He's kept assigned this particular afternoon. You've got Zandile Kumete in the Etegwini region as a former mayor, a former regional chairperson of that region. She also has to step aside after she was charged on issues of fraud, corruption, money laundering, and uh, racketeering. When it comes to the asbestos, when it comes rather to the waste tender uh, contract in the Etegini municipality, you've also got the former chief whip uh, within that particular council. He is also in the list that was submitted by the provincial secretary, Mdumiseni Duli. And you've got about 10 councillors of the African National Congress across the province, which were submitted to the national office of the ANC to step aside. Then you go to provinces such as the Northwest. Shlomani Chawuke has also sent a number of ANC employees. You've got the IPC uh, fundraiser who stepped aside earlier on this year. He's uh, uh, stepped aside already. Then you go to the Eastern Cape. You've got the likes of Teresa Ndutu from the Amatoli region. He has to step aside. You've got the likes of Sindesiwa Gomba, the former MEC of health within that particular province. You go to the Free State province. There are a number of ANC leaders who have to step aside. You've got the likes of uh, uh, the uh, Spielman, who was an ANC mayor within the Free State, who, who spoke uh, ill of uh, the colored community within that particular province of the Free State. Of the Free State. Then you come to Gauteng. There is a conundrum in Gauteng where you've got the likes of Kusela Diko, uh, who stepped aside, but not formally charged by any legal institution in the country or being investigated by the Hawks. Uh, so she has stepped aside and is seeking clarity on her stepping aside. Then you've got uh, Dr. Bandile Masugu, who is no longer appe- appealing the North Houting judgment, uh, who says that it exonerated him when it comes to the issues of allegations of fraud and corruption, also are still the MEC on those tenders of PPEs in the province, which was given to Royal Park, uh, a mm. company belonging uh, to the late uh, husband of Kusela Tiko, who's now late. So essentially, those are some of the names of the people who've got to step aside. But interestingly, the VPS mayors of the African National Congress, whom also have to step aside, uh, former um, uh, mayor of the West Rand of the ANC, Boisi Maneli, who's also the chairperson of the Communications Portfolio Committee in Parliament. Mm. He has a recommendation by the ANC in the province, by the Integrity Commission in the province, that he must step aside for bringing the ANC to distribute and for investing monies into a, into a mutual bank, which were never recovered in the West Rand. And he is appealing that particular judgment of the Provincial Integrity Commission of the African National Congress and uh, subsequently been able to stay in his position. And uh, Banda, in the case of Bandile Masugu, he says that and hopes that uh, the issue of the North Gauteng High Court finding him not guilty of any fraud and corruption and money laundering on the issues of one of the NEC of health in the province. He hopes the ANC's uh, uh, National Disciplinary Committee can exonerate him when it comes to the issue of him having to step aside by the ANC uh, PIC in the province. Mm, mm, mm. And, and when you look at it in that way, uh, Samgele, uh, I mean, what does it then do for dynamics and balance of forces inside of the ANC between uh, what I guess might be seen as the two contending factions? And I don't know if I, you know, factions are the right word because one doesn't get a sense of very 
sort of deep ideological fissures here in the organization more than, I guess, maybe factions of interest. But, um, you know, w- what sense does that give us? I mean, of the balance of forces, both at a provincial level, uh, you know, nearing as we are the local government elections, but also the National General Council of the ANC. Essentially, I refer to them no longer as factions. I refer to them as interest groups. Currently, the interest groups which is dominant in the ANC is that of Cyril Ramaphosa, and uh, the, who are aligned to people like Ronald Ozilamula, the Minister of Defence and ANC NDC and NWC member, Monte Kungubele, Enokotongwa, um, and that's the core, uh, Pravin Gordon, that's the core that is in charge of the African National Congress and is steering the ship at, an, at, at, at the National Executive Committee level. When you come to Gauteng, it's very fluid in Gauteng. At this point in time, with the SIU, Moving into Ekuruleni, that will surely tilt the balance of forces. For instance, you had the likes of Lebohang Maile. When you say Lebo moving Masina, into Ekuruleni, what do you mean? In, yeah, you had Nzandile Masina who were in charge of the PEC in Gauteng, and David Makura having been under siege with his allies, Kusela Diko and Bandila Masugu having stepped aside. Now with the SIU moving in to Ekuruleni, that will tilt the scales as some of those individuals may opt to save themselves and sell out that particular perspective and go and negotiate with uh, David Makura, the provincial chairperson and premier, and go and negotiate with Cyril Ramaphosa's faction in the ANC and ultimately tilt the scales in the PEC in Gauteng. Then you go to KwaZulu-Natal, the Cyril Ramaphosa faction, uh, seemingly now led by Mdumsenintuli, the provincial secretary, Mm. is uh, pretty much in charge of the province. Hence, you see what is happening to the likes of Zandile Kumete, the former regional chairperson of the Eteguini region, who also comes from the same province, uh, from the same region as Zandile Kumete. Mm. And in the Eastern Cape, Oscar Mabuyane, is in charge, and uh, he's uh, running the ship there, and the likes of Terrace and Tutu, Andile Lungisa, who's been convicted, they are under siege. Who then replaces the Secretary-General? The Secretary-General effectively will then be replaced by Jesse Duarte, who's the DSG. Uh, Jesse Duarte will perform the functions of the SG. She says she would not become the acting SG, but uh, she would mainly just perform those functions until the SG the f- cases are finalized, whether he's found, if he's found not guilty, he'll come back. If he's found guilty, then it's another ball game. And who would perform her work? Uh, she'll have to perform both functions, sure. DSG and SG. Sure. She's effectively an acting secretary general. She just doesn't want to say it. I was saying like in Cambridge's. Samuel. Let's see with there, my brother. And uh, as we continue to watch and observe developments as they unfold, yeah, uh, may the discussions long continue. Uh, folks, we're going to have to leave it here this evening. The man with the music is standing by. He's with you from nine right through to midnight. Big thank you to DJ Jaws Nokuma for putting together this great product. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, my Africa. Ukiwa kwa mbona kutubela na nangoku siya ibanga. Lay economy.